Welcome to Bihar Shastra, a show where we talk about the Republic of Bihar based on the book The Republic of Bihar by Sri Arvindar Narayana Das. This show will remind you of the glorious past of Bihar as a center of reform and learning and as the birthplace of men like Gautam Buddh and Ashok and then takes you through the factors that have been responsible for Bihar's fall from grace and will strive for bringing up the ideas for its upliftment from the ranks so that the Republic of Bihar regains its glory. This is your friend Sandeep Odar and let's begin with the episode. It is not just India, the whole world suffers from what may be called as Bihar fatigue. All that seems to emanate from this benighted state are stories of horror, economic backwardness, social inequity, electoral banditry and cultural degeneration. If there are no well-researched academic analysis of semi-feudalism, one can definitely find well-documented journalistic accounts of caste killings and other massacres. These events have been tending to declare Bihar unchanging, boring and repetitive. Over the years, the state and the demonym have been relegated to the position of an intellectual basket case, a state so unique in its characteristics that its study holds little relevance to what is happening in the rest of the India and even less to what is happening in the rest of the world. And yet, Bihar cannot be dismissed in such a cavalier manner. Not only it is the third most populous state of the Indian Union, immensely rich in mineral and other resources, but also its very size and history make it crucial to political, economic development of India. Indeed, in many respects, Bihar represents the extreme case of what has happened to a region subjected to societal stagnation, economic exploitation and cultural degeneration under conditions of long and stifling feudalism, external and internal colonialism, and the most brutalizing experience of a late capitalism which has acquired the bathos of senility without ever having witnessed the optimism of its youth. In any event, as established unions of peoples have broken up elsewhere on the issues of regional autonomy, the state of Bihar becomes of vital importance for India. Every Bihari school child was once told in his first geography lesson that Bihar is the size of France, and every Bihari then must therefore have wondered why France is an independent nation, proud of its identity, while Bihar, which is immeasurably richer in terms of natural and human resources, is mere state of the Indian Union, bringing up the rear in terms of per capita income and leading in terms of poverty, exploitation and oppression. It is not as Bihar likes a long and proud historical tradition either. Even in today's Philistine times, the Biharis constantly recall their history. Bihar has given India its best over centuries, the first region of the subcontinent to evolve a civilization after the Indus Valley cities had been destroyed. The republics, monarchies and urban centers of Bihar contributed the Buddha, Mahavira, Chandragupta Maurya, Ashoka, Sher Shah Suri, Sufi saints and Bhakti poets, Lokayat philosophers and social revolutionaries all of whom contributed toward making of the glorious, variegated culture of India. What has happened in the state to degrade it to the extent that death and despair are today its hallmark? 
endemic violence and economic backwardness, grueling poverty and exploitation characterize social existence in a region that is one of the most richly endowed in the world. It is that, tied after centuries of trying, Bihar has dropped out of the framework of civilization. Is Bihar the exception to India's rule? Or is it indeed the trendsetter showing the way to India's future now, as it did in the past? Reports of horrific killings, kidnappings, murders and mayhem, civic unrest and uncivic turmoil in the state have been ever since on the focus of public attention in Bihar. The rulers of the country, however, are still busy with what they consider to be more urgent concerns, clinching precariously to the unstable seats of power, wailing and dealing for petty political prizes, pretending preoccupation with what are considered as abnormal situation in many states, even as the virus of violence has penetrated the arteries which lead to the very heart of the body politic, to Bihar, where the abnormal has become the normal. The criminalization of Bihar grows out of the distorted lumpen capitalism that has been imposed upon it and the internal and external exploitation to which it has been subjected. And this distorted capitalism inevitably leads to lumpen development, meaning the proliferation of the non-productive and socially injurious activities geared to the interests of internal and external parasitic elements. It is a truism that it is the scum which floats to the top of a stagnant pond. Bihar's economy has been at a standstill for decades. While the immense mineral and manpower resources have been used by the parts of India to climb up the development ladder, its own progress has been hindered. The blatantly unfair system of rate equalization, the discriminatory nature of public and private investments, the green revolution by passing the state principally on account of non-implementation of land reforms, the adverse deposit credit ratios imposed by the banking system, the cross neglect of state physical infrastructure, backward startup policies, lack of higher educational and research facilities, lack of socio-economic zones, industrial belts, increasing labor migration, brain drain, the willful subversion of whatever traditional or institutional social security system existed there. All these have pushed the people into poverty, the economy into backwardness, and the society into violence, and the culture into despair. In a situation of economic stagnation, the sources of accumulation are necessarily primitive. When there are neither revenues for legitimate investment, nor remunerative returns on what little investment takes place, the alternative method of accumulation are devised by those in power. Dacoity and kidnapping for ransom, loot, and corruption have this economic rationale. The processes of such primitive accumulation are intensified when the state and the society lose their social conscience. In a condition of grueling poverty and inhuman exploitation, when liberalizers gain the upper hand and turn social concern and welfare into dirty words, when agrarian reform is shelved in order to pander the electorally powerful rich, when the baby of social equity is thrown out with the bathwater of bureaucratism and the economy further degenerates, Society becomes increasingly violent, culture turns to barbarism, and the state loses its legitimacy. It is this that has happened in Bihar. The compounding of economic backwardness through the institutionalization of crime as the most paying proposition is illustrated by the flourishing arms trade in Bihar. There may be an overall technological posity in the pos there may be an overall technological posity in the state, but there exists a lively weapon industry which manufactures guns for as little as 5,000 bucks apiece. In such a situation, the barrel of a gun doesn't merely symbolize power. 
it ensures survival. The frightening aspect, of course, is that guns know no boundaries. In any event, the fact that crime has been joined by politics as a mode of speedy private accumulation leads to the creation of the criminalization of politics and the politicization of crime. This phenomenon is not restricted to Bihar. When a substitute for sustained productive economic activity is sought through the easy alternative of domestic or international borrowing by pledging the future, the present becomes nasty, brutish and short. This is how it is in Bihar. To make things worse, the people here are still silent and they are still awaiting for someone who could speak up in their favor. We all can wait and see what happens next, but we also have a clear option to speak up against this. We'll speak up more in this show which is called Bihar Shastra. Just wait for the next episode and I will be there with you again. Till then, take care, do pay attention and follow the COVID guidelines and stay safe. Until we meet again, stay safe. This is your friend Sandeep Adar. And this is the show, Bihar Shastra.